Welcome to the Green and Growing Podcast with Sarah Nurswick and Hannah Wedger. The mission of Green and Growing Education is to empower agriculture teachers to find fulfillment through connection and community that will really cultivate confidence. Get hyped for new ideas, inspiration, motivation, and candid conversations with agriculture teachers just like you. Let's Let's go. Welcome back to the Green and Growing Podcast, where we love to share with you ag teachers. And you know what? If you're just listening and you're not an ag teacher, there is going to be so much gold in this in this episode for you. Um, Hannah and I are here, and we are chatting with our friend Abby Brown, um, who is a recent speaker at Germinate. And if you've been at Germinate in the past to Germinate, you know her. You love her, and we're so excited to be able to have her on the podcast today. So, Abby, without further ado, will you tell the Green and Growing listeners a little bit about yourself? Yes, I sure will. And first of all, thank you for having me today. I'm super pumped to be on this podcast with you both. Um, So, again, my name is Abby Brown, and I am an ag teacher Just like most of the people listening to this, um, I work in Locust Grove, Georgia, which is just south of Atlanta. And I work with um, my best friend, I would say, Brianna Berry. So I have a teaching partner, which is awesome. I think that makes a lot of things different for us. I've been teaching for about 13 years, but I'm not 100% that's true because I would have to go back and count for sure. But it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Okay. So um, I would not say that I have everything figured out, but at this point, I have enough figured out to make it a little easier. So that's what I really have loved about coming to germinate and sharing with everybody. I think everybody should share their ways of making life easier so that we can all kind of survive this together, right? Especially during a pandemic. Absolutely. (laughs) And Abby, we just get so many rave reviews of your session for germinate every time people they love the stuff that you have figured out and the things that you really have streamlined and made beautiful systems for us to be able to use. Um, so I, we love hearing as a teacher, why do you show up every day to school? What is that thing that is your passion? Well, that's a really great question. I will tell you from the bottom of my heart, I don't know that I could do anything else because kids are so entertaining. For one, that is just the honest truth. Like I don't go into work even on a computer and I'm, I'm just never bored. You're, you're never not happy. You're never bored because kids are just very entertaining and whatever energy you bring into the room, I find like that they reflect that. And it's, it's very fulfilling to feel like what you bring to the table is helping someone else, uh, you know, a tiny human, maybe, I don't know, that one day will be in the real world and and we want them to get there and be successful, right? Like there's nothing more that we love than to see our kids successful in life and whether that's in ag or not. I mean, honestly, I, I love teaching ag because it can relate to everybody. It doesn't matter if they actually go into the industry or not. 
what we've taught them can help them. And I feel like when the students see that and they, they kind of start to grow into that, it's just very fulfilling. Personally, that's my honest truth. Um, there's a lot of cool things about the job. It's very fun. It's never the same every day. Don't y'all love that? <laughs> I love that part of it too. 100%. Yeah, it is, it is never the same. Ever. And no. you never know what it's going to throw at you either. Like you can get an email right now and it changes the trajectory of your day. Um, a lot of times we'll get somebody to knock on our door and be like, your chickens are out. And that's always fun. Um, <laughs> yes. 100%. So um, we mentioned that you were a speaker at Germinate this summer. Um, and we would love for you to tell us about that session, what it was, and kind of what sparked your interest in sharing about that topic. So the session that I presented this last time around was called CORE. And um, the I'll tell you kind of the story of, of how this came about as a way to introduce what it is, because I know that probably the, the strange part about it is that people would read that session name and be like, what in the world is that? <laughs> and because it's something that I made up, honestly, that's why they don't know what it is, because I made it up. And the reason why I made it up is because we were having, um, okay, so I'm going to take it back a little further before I begin. When I first started working at Locust Grove, it was just me, and um, the teacher before me was wonderful. He had started a great program, so I was coming into a good situation, but it was just a single teacher department, and um, I mean, a bunch of people could probably relate to this. When, you, when it's just you, and it's a single teacher department and a fairly small chapter, you know, it's just, it's fairly... I wouldn't say easy, it's never easy, but it's doable to keep up with all of the storylines and goals and dreams of all your students, because that's, that's a big part of being an ag teacher, because, you know, we don't, it's, it's a three circle model, not one circle, right? So we are not just trying to teach them things, but we are also leading them in their personal development and eat all the things, right? So you have to kind of know the storyline of each student. That's that's my way of explaining it, the storyline, right? Their their whole big picture. And when it's when it's a small group, it's doable. But for me, um, we saw a lot of growth in our chapter. And the just to put it very, you know, bluntly, it got tough to keep up with all of that. And there were things that, you know, you know, needed to be done and needed to be thought about along the way that if there wasn't a system for doing that, it just can, you know, not fall between the cracks, but it, it just gets tough. It just gets tough. And, and it's also because I'm a mom and a wife, just like y'all, and, you know, there's that stuff going on too. And I needed a way to make sure that I didn't forget things and that I didn't forget students because sometimes that happens, right? When it's a big group. Also, when there's two teachers in a department, you know, we kind of went through some 
some change and trying to figure out how to manage that. So let me explain what I mean by that. Maybe there's a student that Brianna has that I don't know anything about, right? Because Brianna has her in basic ag and it's time for, you know, whatever it is that's coming up, proficiencies, state degree applications, whatever. And that person is not on my radar because she's not a student of mine yet, right? And we kind of needed a way to, to keep track of all of that so that, you know, there was a system, there was a method for it. And, um, and also just like I'm sure everybody can relate to, you have those students who do all the things, right? Like you need anything and you know who you can call on. That's, I always called it my core group, which is funny. I guess that's where I came up with this name core. Um, and, it, and it's not like you pick that group, they pick their self. It's just, they're the people who do all the things. And so that group of, of students, and some of them are officers and they already kind of keep track with everything, right? But some of them aren't officers and that doesn't mean that they don't deserve just as much attention, right? So I needed a way to kind of keep them all in the loop because sometimes I found myself in this situation where, you know, I've just worked on proficiencies and then the next month, you know, somebody does well on one and, and another person's like, oh, I, I didn't know about that. And you're like, oh, how did I forget? Like, how did you not know about that? Oh my gosh, what did I, you know, felt like you dropped the ball or something. And it's just because there's there's so many balls, like you can, you're gonna drop some, right? Um, so just, just a very practical method of making sure that you know, and I'm able to juggle all the balls. And so that's where this came from. It's just, it's just a very practical method of, and, and it can be edited to, to match with anybody's needs, really. I mean, I've made it what, what we needed, but the, the real premise of, of this program is just that you have your chapter meeting for the month, but then you have a core meeting that's more targeted. And, and it doesn't mean that the chapter meeting's not important, but the core meeting gets right to it. You know, like right to the work on the proficiencies, right to the work on state degrees, right to the work on what scholarships are available. And it's all in a timeline so that it's, it's almost something that you don't have to think about. And I love that kind of stuff. Does that make good sense when I explain it that way? Yeah, and I almost think of it like like these really focused workshops for students. Like, and you have it laid out so that it makes sense when different things are due and really kind of keeping students on track with this. And I can see if students were in your program for multiple years, like it's just gonna build on top of what they've done. And it's just a really, really beautiful thing. Now, I will say, Abby, I've used some of your stuff, the core stuff during our chapter meeting. You know, you I, I brought that right in and used it during our chapter meeting too. So it's very versatile, um, but really provides kind of that targeted workshop on proficiencies or that targeted workshop on state degrees or scholarships. Um, and so that's a great way to describe it. That's exactly what it is. Targeted yeah. workshops. Yeah. So I'm curious, Abby. Now, what, 
Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Sarah. I was just going to ask a clarifying question before we move on to the next one. So say you're doing proficiencies, and we all know proficiencies take more than an hour. It's proficiency season right now as we record this, and my teaching partner is a proficiency queen, and, like, they work really hard. So do you do, like, multiple proficiency core meetings, or is this, like, the one to tie everything up in a bow? That's a really great question as well. What we try to do is the core meeting is the place where people get an awareness of the fact that a proficiency is a thing for us. So, so we'd like to think that every year when a kid comes to these core meetings, they're kind of thinking about that proficiency. But then when we identify that it's that person's year that you're going to go ahead and turn this in this year, then that person would schedule some time with just one-on-one -on -one time with one of us to work on that. And, uh, and that's, that's probably happening this afternoon actually with Brianna. Um, but yes, that's, that's exactly, that's exactly the truth. You would need far more time than what is in a core meeting, but that's just the introduction to it because otherwise it's like some of those kids don't even know what a proficiency is to be honest, or at least mine didn't. That's exactly. For sure. It. That's a great way. Yeah. Great way to get them to kind of be like, oh, leaning in and being like, oh, this is something I definitely want to be a part of. Yes. Awesome. Thank and you for clarifying. Yeah. And to me, it becomes something too, that's then cool for them to do. Like, oh, I'm a part of core. It's cool. Every, everybody else is doing proficiencies, you know, and it's all about selling that to the kids to, to be honest. Yes. Yeah. 100%. And I was going to say too, I used your proficiency part of the core because we haven't had any students. I'm in a new program. We haven't had any students do proficiencies for a while. And so it was kind of like, this is what proficiencies are like mm -hmm. easing them into it. It was so nice. Worked so beautifully. Exactly what you're saying. Just get them to lean in and then kind of the scheduling times later to work with them. So it mm -hmm. worked like a charm. <laughs> That's um, awesome. Abby, I'm curious. Um, I see so much passion when you talk about the core and you creating it. And I'm just curious, you know, like what made you want to share this with others? What made you want to, to bring this to others at Germinate? Well, I kind of like I said in the beginning, um, I feel kind of there's a responsibility. It it literally breaks my heart when I hear about people who are burnt out or, you know, are just struggling, we, I've been there. I, I know we have all been there where you just, you know, life is hard in, in times. And I kind of feel just, we all have a personal responsibility, you know, to, when we do figure something out, because I'll tell you one thing, I do not have everything figured out, but when we figure something out, it's really, I just think it's the right thing to do to share that with people, you know, and, and try to help somebody else out because I have, and I know you all do too. I have kids that are coming up in this world and I want them to have wonderful teachers who are fulfilled and love their job and happy and bring high energy into things. And, you know, if I want that for my kids, then, you know, I, I know you want it for your kids. And 
you know, my neighbor wants it for her kids and somebody across the United States, which you are, Hannah, you know, y'all want it for your kids. And, you know, if that's what we want for kids, then that's what we want for teachers, because the experience that a kid gets out of it is the experience that the teacher puts into it. And I'm sure there's different philosophies about that, but I just believe that to my core that, you know, you could take a kid that's really not into what you're teaching, but if you're into it, they might become into it, you know? And if we've figured something out to make that just a hair bit easier, whatever it is that we have figured out, I just think it's a, it's a cool thing to be able to help somebody else get to that point, because I know I'm going to need that from other people. Right. And so you know, it's a give and a take here. Here's what I got. Tell me what you got type of thing for me. A hundred percent. I feel like that's our response to everything you say, because we totally agree. If you could see us on Zoom, Hannah and I are just nodding our heads every time Abby talks, because it's so true. And I love how you said it's a responsibility. If you figure something out, it really is a responsibility to share it. Um, you knowing how to manage this core thing, I mean, does it really make the chapter better or that the you get more awards? Maybe not, but it lowers your stress level. It lowers the decisions you have to make, and it heightens the ability for kids to be able to be recognized for the work they're already doing. And if all of our teachers are able to do that and elevate their students, I mean, it's a win-win across the board. And I so appreciate your attitude towards sharing the wealth. And I think that fits the green and growing mold 100%. We believe that teachers share abundantly um, because we don't all have it figured out. It might look like it from the outside, but the lesson plan I just used in my class was straight up from Germinate cut and paste here you go my kids are asking me questions I'm like well let me go check the answer key you know because sometimes people are are better and more passionate at things than we are and that's a good thing that's a it's such a good thing to be able to share our our passions to help others so that was a side note now Abby if I wanted to implement FFA core, let's say in my next chapter meeting or the next activity, what advice would you give a listener to, to just start? Um, they, they're not a germinate person, so they don't have all the amazing takeaways that you gave them, but like, what should they do to really set up for success in that first core meeting? My advice to anybody just starting is honestly to set and this is kind of my style. So people that know me would be like, of course, she's going to start this way. But I think it could work for anyone um, just to start with goal setting for your students so that, you know, and we all I know ag teachers know how to set a good smart goal now. So that's something anybody can do if you're an ag teacher. Right. So if you start out by just maybe making a folder for the kids that have their goals in there, which the folder system is something that I described to everyone. If, if you were an, a germinate attendee, then you know what I'm talking about there. But I have a folder for each student and, and right inside of there is, is their personal goals because then it is very clear where they're trying to get. 
And then you can use that to design what your meetings are going to be. If you don't have all the freebies from this session or whatever that are done, you can do it yourself. You know, that's not a, it's not that hard. It's just figuring out where your kids want to go. And so that would be my suggestion is just to start with the goal setting process. Now I will say that just from experience, it helps to have some pre-made selections of common FFA goals, um, such as I would like to become a chapter officer, you know, highlight that if that's your goal, or I would like to compete in a career development event, you know, highlight, because if you have those goals listed, maybe write them on the board or something. If you have them listed, it kind of guides their mindset of where you're thinking that they might want to go with or some some options of where they might be able to go it also in my mind that starts conversations that may not have come up otherwise so for example a student may not know what a career development is and even though we've talked about it in class and I know y'all know this sometimes they just don't hear these things it's like I'm a ghost or something I don't know um, so, so sometimes that starts a conversation with a kid who, man, they're at a meeting, like they could be great on the floriculture team or something, you know? Um, so, so that's a great place to start. Maybe some example goals and just some open-ended questions about what they would want to pursue so that then you can make a plan for, you know, incremental, um, steps towards pursuing those goals for them or with them, not for them, with them. I love it, Abby. Um, I think that's really great too, even if someone hasn't been to germinate, just starting with that and going from there, um, I think is a beautiful, beautiful way to do that. And I love your idea of, of keeping those folders for students with their goals um, so that you can bring it back out. You can show students, hey, this is where we started. This is where we're moving to. Um, and students being able to see that growth and um, kind of that progress is so beneficial for them. Um, so I have a question for you, and this is a not specifically related to core or germinate, but just egg teacher related. You get in an elevator, it's another egg teacher. What advice are you going to give them? Your elevator speech, 30 seconds, 60 seconds. This is a parting advice that I have for a fellow agriculture teacher. Oh my goodness. There's so many directions you can go with this. The elevator speech is such a great question, right? Because, man, you're, you're number, in here for less than a minute. <laughs> number one, I would I would have to like push all the buttons and make sure I had more time or something. How many of y'all have y'all been stuck in an elevator with a kid who does that? Oh my gosh, yes! And you're like wanting to kick them. <laughs> um, anyway, back to your question. I would, the advice that I would give to another ag teacher um, would, would be to find a way to make this fun for you and doable for you because if it's fun for you, it's going to be fun for everybody around you right now. That doesn't mean that every that doesn't mean that every little thing is going to be fun, but it can be, you know, and if you find a way to make it fun, then 
then it's just an all around good thing. Now, in my opinion, that's going to be different for every person. Somebody may be extremely competitive and their fun is in doing that. And I think that's great. You know, if that's your thing, then man, go for that. But you've got to focus on the positives and make it fun, make it what it is. And don't stress too much over things that do not matter because we, we tend to do that sometimes, you know? I, I myself do that sometimes too, is, is I just will get focused on something that does not matter and I get all bent out of shape. But as an ag teacher, you just can't, I mean, any teacher really, you just can't do that. So it's gotta be fun. You can't stress on the small stuff, you know, and you've gotta, you've gotta kind of, you've gotta find a way to make this doable for yourself. Um, I don't know that there's any perfect advice either. I also, I also would probably make a point to, to tell people, hey, hey, don't look at everybody else around you and think that you're, you know, trying to compare yourself. You know, I think, I think people do that a lot. I know I do it a lot too. But when you do that, man, you, you start out feeling like you can't, I've, I'm never going to be good enough to beat so-and-so. Or, I'm, you know, my kids are never going to make it to the level that this person made it to that thing. And it is not all about winning, you know, like, it's just not, I mean, it's, it's just not. And I, I like to win. I like to win. I think that's great. But man, when you're comparing yourself to the winner in each one of these individual things you're never going to win all those individual things you know and we think that we have to we think we have to be the best at you know at the livestock shows and at the plant sale and we have to have a national you know finalist for everything and and you know you just in the meantime you lose 90 percent of your students who just wanted to let you know they just need you to help them get out of high school into their career goal right you know so I don't know I could get real turned up about that obviously this is why I would have to push all the buttons to so that I would have longer to talk to somebody (laughs) (laughs) but that's my that's my jam I agree wholeheartedly with all of that Um, I think about the plaques that line your classroom and if I didn't have shades, you could see all of mine. And awards are just pieces of wood and metal that get dust on them. What, what it really is, is the time that you spent between the kids saying yes and then taking them to the event. That's what's important. Um, and that's what people really need to focus on, not the, the piece of wood and metal that, that has a lot of dust on it in my hallway right now. That people walk by and don't even take a second guess about it. It's what's in the hearts of those kids who carry with them way after the event, for sure. All right. right. We are at the end of the podcast. So we're going to finish up with Hannah's uh, favorite three parting questions. Um, And then we'll just wrap it up because we have loved everything that you said. You have definitely lit us us on fire. Lit us. I don't know what that is. You lit (laughs) us on fire and we were pumped up at the end of our school day. So number one, Abby, who influenced your career the most? Do y'all know that I didn't take ag in high school? Funny story. I didn't take ag in high school. No. Who influenced my career the most? 
Um, this is the most random answer ever, but I had this teacher in high school. Oh man, what is her name? I can picture her though. And she used to tell us it's a dog eat dog world and you're wearing milk bone draws. <laughs> so she used to say it just like that too, but she was fun like you went in there she taught economics or something like that it wasn't even like I mean a subject that I loved but I think I try to channel that a little bit like I want people to leave and go hmm that was really that was really a good experience <laughs> that I've never heard that before and I will not forget it <laughs> All right. What is your go-to order at your favorite like local joint? If we were ever in Locust Grove or around that area, what is it? What do we need to know? Oh my gosh. So there's this Mexican restaurant right up the street from me. Again, random answer. You were probably thinking I was going to say a coffee shop or something, right? Um, this coffee shop is like a mile from my house and, um, I'm just saying I could probably go there every day. There is nothing that fancy about it. It's called Los Portales. I'll meet anybody there any time of day. Chicken Potasino. This is, this is, I don't even know that I'm saying that correct, but Chicken Potasino is my jam and it has chorizo in it. And if you put chorizo in anything, I'm for it. So that would be my answer there. Yum. So if anybody's in the Atlanta area, hit up Abby and get some Mexican food and she will have a grand old time. All right. Last question. What are three simple joys that just, if it happens during the day or you get that thing, it just makes you smile. Oh my gosh. Simple joys. These are the best questions because like, I have no idea what you're about to ask me. And it's like, Oh, this is real answers simple joys okay number one right across the street from my house there is a, a field of cattle and I, it doesn't matter what time of day it is but just to look out there and see because I live in a in a not small town really honestly uh, but across the street from me are those cattle and that literally any time of day joy okay number two um when any kind of song comes on the radio that is the exact mood of what I needed to hear in that moment and then you know like you want it to play 10 times but it's really not the same as that one moment when you needed to hear it you know what I mean and it's not any particular song it's just the song that you needed to hear in that moment. And then I say, number three, I'm going to relate to teaching because that is what this is about, right? Number three, joy, the joy that it gives me when students are just kind on a dang Google meet and you didn't ask them to be. Do you know what I mean by that? When they're just kind and they're like, hi, Miss Brown, or good morning. You know, the good morning thing. I'm about the good morning thing. You've talked about that. That's my jam, but, but then like before they leave, if they say goodbye, that is the simplest thing, but man, it will warm your little heart, you know, to hear that joy. That is joy. Or when they thank you at the end of class. Yes. Like 
this this one class, like five kids thank me every day, and it's my last class of the day, and it is just, you are so right. It is just joy. Yes. Joy. And I don't You feel don't like you know, did something. <laughs> I don't know that they realize the impact that that has, because it's such a little thing, but I try to tell them all the time, like, y'all are so kind. This just makes me so happy when y'all are so kind to me. <laughs> it does. <laughs> That is so funny. Well, Abby, um, Hannah and I have thoroughly enjoyed chatting with you. And it's always a pleasure having you on teacher panels and at Germinate and at Virtual Coffee, dropping bombs all the time, helping people. Um, if somebody wants to get in contact with you to find out about FFA Core or some of the other amazing things that you provide for ag teachers, where can they find you? So I'm on Instagram at Fun Farmers Academy. And that's a little weird because people are like, why isn't it just your name? Because Fun Farmers Academy is really pro a really cool program that I have that helps FFA chapters earn money for their um, to support their program of activities. So that's where I'm at on Instagram. And um, you can also just reach out to me in the messages there. Or if you want an email, it's funfarmersacademy at gmail.com. Definitely reach out to Abby. She will help you and um, she is so kind and we're so thankful to have you. I'm lucky that you are just down the road on the other side of Atlanta from me and we get to see each other at all the Georgia things. So Abby, thank you so much for being here and thank you for being such a giving person um, and really taking that responsibility seriously to share with others. We appreciate you. Well, thank you very much for having me. I have really enjoyed it as well. Love any opportunity to chat with y'all. <laughs>